Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It is Friday, baby. You did it again, Albuquerque. I am so proud of you. <laughs> no one's ever been more proud of you than I am right now. You made it through another week, and guess what you get rewarded with? Tonight, New Mexico United soccer. Tomorrow, Lobo football's home opener. Sunday, Monday, Labor Day weekend. Yes. You get your fantasy drafts all weekend and next week. And then guess what we get next week, Buck? Football. NFL football, football. baby. Yes. Football is back. No one's ever been more excited than me, depending on how the Packers and my fantasy teams do. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, you're one of those homer pickers? You know it. Yeah, me too. I can't stop doing I gotta it. Have, I, I got to have can't. one or two. I, I, I've had three. Oh, you've got I, three. I go in. All right, now, yeah. that's, now it's excessive. <laughs> you're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You are listening to Two Men On. Today we are live from Hollow Spirits downtown. Come down here, get your happy hour on, great food, great drink. And if you get here while we're here, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh-oh. I got a big old stack. I got a big fat stack. And if you're watching with us on Comcast 26 right now, shout out to Adrian and ProView Networks back at the studio. If you're watching on TV, you see me fanning this big old yeah. stack of isotopes tickets. Get down here to Hollow Spirits downtown. We're on First Street, north of Mountain. You get down here before we're gone. I'll give you some Isotopes tickets. These tickets are for next Wednesday's doubleheader up at the lab. The boys will be there. We're going to be having a lot of fun with it. And uh, speaking of having fun with it, the boys were up at New Mexico Highlands last night in beautiful, historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. And... Uh, Fred Slow, who's yeah. not here today. It's a Fredless Friday. I'll do it. And if Mailman doesn't call in, I'll yeah. do it for him right now. Go ahead and hit it. Fred's not here. <laughs> As I said, it's a Fredless Friday. He's still up on assignment, but the boys were all down at Highlands for their season opener. Uh, the results weren't ideal, but we had a blast. We with had fun. It. We had fun. Robert Buck D. Gibson is sitting right next to me. Robert, you did the PA for yeah. Highland last night. Yeah, man. It was fun. They gave me creative control of the music. I got rave reviews. Nice. It was, it was nice, man. I, and I did learn something that I didn't know before. Fred Slow runs that city. <laughs> he is the man. He's a rock star. And he up there, is man. the man. Well, just, get, he was just glowing. He has a, it's like you're in his orbit. That's what it is. Well, get used to it because you're about to be a rock star up there, Buck, as the boys of At Talk ABQ, because, you know, the boys of Two Men, we have our own little production company, marketing company, events, hosting company. We're going to be doing promotions up there for yeah, New Mexico man. Highlands University. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to be having some fun at all New Mexico Highlands home football, football matches. Games. We're yep. going to do every other weekend basketball game. We're going to do some cross country. We're going to do some wrestling. 
every sport is going to be represented all the way through the spring, some yeah. baseball, some softball, volleyball, women's basketball, yeah. volleyball, you name it, cross country, wrestling. We're doing it all up there. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So congratulations to the city of Las Vegas, New Mexico Highlands University. We're going to entertain you and have a lot of fun up there. But, hey, we're in Albuquerque right now, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big game on Saturday, Lobos. It's a huge take on, weekend, man. Take on those soft-shell crab-eating losers from Maine. That's, uh, we're going to kick off the season. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to kick off the season right up at the, up at the University Stadium. Uh, the, uh, is it the, the den or the lair? I get them mixed up. I get it mixed up, too. You know, basketball's the pit. The pit. Football's den or the lair. I hear it both ways. I hear is it. it the, yeah, I was going to say. It depends on. It the lair? I, I don't know if you're like an older fan. It's one Den or lair, if it's younger, it's den or lair. I get it mixed up because I keep getting them both as well. Same. Yeah. So I got a question for you, man. What's up? When you were doing PA yeah. uh, for Highlands last night, do you have, like, this weird compulsion to just grab that mic and start walking around and telling jokes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard, man. And it's hard to just sit down and have that type of mic and that type of power, and you could hear your voice just raining down on people. I'm like, oh, I could just slip something in real quick. I can stand up. I can just do my thing. But you got to stay in a sports mode. But, you know, you can slide little things here and there. But it, from, for the most part, you know, I have to stay professional. We have to stay professional. But we have a lot of fun while doing it. Back downtown on the corner of Fifth and Roma, Bank of the West building on the fifth floor would be Cumulus Studios and KML. Of course, the sports animal. Super producer Mikey Vital. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. A happy Friday to all you guys. Yay, hey. Friday, Mikey. What's up? We've been missing Mikey because uh you know, we're we're T V stars now, Robert. Yeah, this we're is on Comcast twenty six. Hitting all Monday the media Friday, four to seven. You could find us, Comcast twenty six. Studio519.com. You can go to ProView Network's YouTube. You can go to ProView Network's Facebook page. And pretty soon we're all going to get on the same page and we'll be sharing the live visuals to the friends of the show and loyal listeners as well. So we're really enjoying the new partnership with Comcast 26 and ProView Network. Shout out to Adrian back there pushing the buttons, turning the knobs. Uh, Serena just don't stop. She can't stop, and nobody can stop her. That would be a beautiful ending if she can take it all the way. But she's got two matches down. She, yeah. She won her first match. Right. And it seems like the world didn't expect her to win that first one. No, because, you know, she was an underdog. She right. was, like, not even, like, a small underdog, a big-time underdog, because they based it on the play of the smaller tournament she played right before the U.S. Open, right. which she didn't even get out of the first round. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. And and they treated her like uh like dead woman walking, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they threw her they threw her a party. Like, yeah, like, like she this, had her last will and testament. This is the last she time we're gonna see her. She had her final meal. Yeah. All the stars showed up for her first match and she said, Wait, hold on. Yeah. Did you forget who I am? That's exactly what she yeah. said too. My name be my name. She said, I'm I'm Serena. And then just to see the who's who yeah. who are going to these matches, you got Tiger Woods, former first lady, uh, Michelle Obama. And everywhere you look, it's like, man, it's a who's who. They all want to be there because now, what, she's in the third round? 
I think if she wins this match, it's it's a wrap, man. She is. She, I, I think you cannot let her get to those championship yeah. rounds. She she lost her first match. Yeah. I mean, it's 96 degrees on 96 degrees. People expected her to lose. Yeah. She goes up against the number two player in the world in her second match. People expected her to lose. This going away party is going to go all the way through the finals. It has to. Serena's going to end on top. It has to. It has to. That's the only way the storybook ending should be. Okay. I got a, speaking of stories, I got a story for you. Okay. And I want to watch your reaction okay. real time. As I mentioned right when you walked in, did you see the puke six? And you did not. No, I didn't. So we're going to do a little play-by-play here. Okay. This is... Purdue at Penn State, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Okay. Penn State's up 28-24. And Penn okay. State has the ball. It looks like the 50-yard line. Yep, 50-yard line, first and 10 for Purdue. Quarterback drops back, throw over the middle. It's too high for the wide receiver. Number 17 getting a lot of blocks. Number 17 he's safety across midfield. for Purdue. That's oh, he's Chris Robinson away. keeps going. Takes it to the house. Okay, but I've seen this play. Okay. Okay. Oh, see, I so love when keeps, they do the lights. Keeps going. Okay. You got the flashing lights in the end zone. Okay. All of his teammates are there celebrating. Okay. The ashamed quarterback, number yeah. 14 for Penn State, walks off the field. Purdue fans are going crazy. They just took a two-point lead. It looks like a blackout at home for Purdue. All right. Team's coming off the field. Okay. He's Safety, Chris Robinson's starting to breathe a little heavy. There we go. Oh, he don't look too good. Shaking his head. Doesn't look too great, does he? (laughs) Oh, I I know what's going to happen Okay. (laughs) So cut back to the Purdue sideline. Oh, (laughs) he let it all go. Oh, you so, can definitely tell what type of Gatorade he was drinking that night. That was orange Gatorade. Yeah, he let it go. That was definitely orange Gatorade. So the puke heard round the world. <laughs> the puke six happens at home in Purdue Stadium right in front of the fans. Gets a pick six. The biggest moment in his life. Yeah. And he lets it all loose on the sidelines. I saw this this morning, and I was laughing like a maniac. I blame the cameraman because, you know what, the play was already over. He had made his way to the sideline. He got congratulations from his teammates and the coaches. And then you just see him looking. He's like, all right, coast is clear. <laughs> wow. And he just, oh, he came from the back and the depths of his stomach, too. And, and don't don't blame the cameraman. <laughs> he stayed blame, on him. Though. Blame blame the producer because he's, yeah. yeah. he's got, like, there's 40, like 40, 50, 60. <laughs> 60 cameras yeah. on this game. Right? Yeah, and he puts and, it on. And one of them are just right on this kid on the sideline. Let's go back celebrating. to him. Let's go back to him. He's like, oh, he don't look. He don't look too good. Stay with him. Hey, no, 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 zoom in. Hey, camera six, zoom in. Camera six, zoom in. Oh man. Oh, stay with him. He yeah. hunched over. He hunched over. Stay with him. Oh, gold. That, oh, keep keep the camera on him. That lets you know that yeah. he played an entire game because he burned off all of his food. Yes. No, that was nothing but fluid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it looked like you can just put it back in the cup and just serve it because it was nothing in his body but Gatorade. Oh, the puke six. That's a good name, man. That's going to live on. Going to have a lot of fun <laughs> on the program today. Uh, we're talking Donovan Mitchell trade, United soccer. Lobo football. Russ Wilson gets PAID paid. Gabriel Davis realizes his childhood dreams. Uh, We got Josh Sushan talking isotopes right before we kick it over to the isotopes 
a shade after six. The boys are live at Hollow Spirits today, First Street downtown. We are just a shade north of Mountain on First Street. Great food, great drink, and friends of the show get down here because I got a big old stack of isotopes tickets for you. Come down here. I'll give you just make up a number. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll give you some tickets. Whatever. Uh, the tickets are for the doubleheader next Wednesday. Going to have a lot of fun there. The boys will be at the doubleheader having some fun with the Albuquerque community. Uh, Donovan Mitchell talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's the second best way to wake up. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. What song are you playing for me now, Mikey? It sounds like a, a child just hitting the keyboard randomly. <laughs> Okay. Oh, let's let's let it bleed a little bit. I want to see what this turns into. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm curious as myself. Okay, I think this. There we go. The drops coming. Yeah, there it is. Oh, there it is. Okay. Now it's a song. Okay. It took a little now, bit. Now I'm with you. It took a little bit to get there. Now I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Mobile Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days right here at Hollow Spirits, which we will be to the end of the program. Come down here, say hi to the boys, come have a happy hour, come get an amazing drink, which we were just handed. I'll I'll talk on that in a second. Also, make sure every Monday Night Football you're going to Howie's Sports page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway as the boys will be doing our show from there, and we'll be hosting Monday Night Football at Howie's. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Can't wait to see a bunch of friends of the show there. Of course, every weekend and every time we're up at the lab, we're sipping on watermelon walk-off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. So shout-out to front-of-the-house manager Natalie as she just yeah. brought us. And I may, I'm going to hold it up yeah. for the we TV audience. I might that. have to describe it. We should be on a beach radio. somewhere, man. This is beautiful. Yeah. So what we have here is it's called We Have the Juice. And this is the weekly special. And both of <clears throat> both of these um, menu items, both of the special items, were inspired by the corn kid meme. Did you see the corn yes. kid meme? Yes, I did. So, yes. <laughs> the, co- <laughs> the corn kid went viral, and uh, Hollow Spirits jumped on that vibe and made two specials. Right here, we got this drink called We Have the Juice. And it's corn-inspired, Robert. Yes. It's got Hollow Spirits candy corn vodka. Special corn mix as a base, almond milk, butter simple syrup, lemon juice garnished with chamoy, tahine, and sweet corn paleta. It's got a freaking spicy corn paleta floating on top of it. Right on the top of it. This thing is absolutely magical. And uh, the second you're off work, whether you're off work now or not, come down here and check on these. And they'll only be here for two more days. Also, of course, while supplies last. 
can't can't think that these are going to last too much longer. Oh no! Well, as long as we're here, I don't think they will. <laughs> so I think congratulations, Donovan Mitchell. Maybe I'm, I'm definitely going to say congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Congratulations. He's been in the playoffs every year with his kind of friend Rudy Gobert, right? Who got shipped to Minnesota for an absolute haul. Yes. Minnesota got straight up fleeced. Now Donovan Mitchell goes to Cleveland, what's got a pretty solid young core. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He gets to play with some uh, some future all-stars, I think, and they're going to make some noise. I think there may be, let's call it, let's call it a... Uh, one piece away. Let's say Cleveland's still one piece away. Yeah, they away. are, and, and it's a big piece, though. Yeah. I, I say that they do have the potential to make the playoffs. I, I think they will be a higher seed. Well, when I say higher, I mean from like seven or eight, six, seven or eight, or the play-in. I think they can do that. Um, but for what Utah gets, that's to me is the real story. So Utah gets from Cleveland, they get, excuse me, they get Laurie Markinen. So this is what, what, what Utah is actually um, getting from, from the Cleveland. Then you have the rookie wing, Ochai Agbaji. I said that correctly. Excellent and then work. Colin Sexton. You know, Colin Sexton's the name in the players. But that's right. not even it. The real thing is three unprotected first-round picks. One in 2025. One in 2027, one in 2029, and then two pick swaps in 2026 and 2028 for Mitchell. You know what, man? People don't remember. Danny Ainge did the same thing with Boston. Clean house, hoarded a bunch of first-round draft picks, built that team from the bottom up, and look where they're at now. Sure. Same thing's about to happen in Utah. Utah has an embarrassment of riches coming forward. Let's see what they do with them. But I'd like to see the moment. Because, like, the, the word all across the NBA was Donovan Mitchell's going to the Knicks, right? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Who's, Everybody who's left out of what anybody's getting is the Knicks, as usual. Yeah, Knicks are the losers again. But everyone thought, myself included, Donovan Mitchell was going to the Knicks. So I, I want to be a fly on the wall in that moment where the general manager sits Donovan Mitchell down. He's like, okay, we granted your trade request, Donovan. Yeah. And he has that moment. Yes. It's like, you're getting out of Utah. He's like, yes. And he's like, you're going to Cleveland. Damn it. <laughs> Everybody did think he was going to New York, which would have made a lot of sense because they're missing a star. They Look, that's a market that needs to be great, that needs to be big. You always say it, NBA, these leagues better when you have the big team markets that are good. You're seeing it now in baseball. The biggest markets are the best teams. You're looking at basketball. The Knicks haven't been good in a long time, and it looks like they won't be good for a longer time. Yeah, poor New York Knicks fan base. You just keep your heart getting broken over and over again. <laughs> no LeBron a few years ago. No KD a few years ago. No Jimmy Butler right. two years ago. They, now no they, Donovan Mitchell. They even had Zion Williamson, remember? Yeah, it's like, Zion yeah, Zion, Zion's yeah. tanking because he wants to come to the Knicks. Nobody wants to go to the Knicks. I don't know Nobody. what you did. I don't know what Knicks fandom did, but you pissed God off pretty bad. You're stuck with Spike Lee. That's what you're stuck with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, I want to I sh just talk about Utah's embarrassment of riches that they right. got going forward. Because right that's just what they got okay. from Cleveland. 
But they got other things when they got rid of uh, Rudy Gobert, right? So we can agree that the, the Jazz are going to be pretty bad, right? They're going to be horrible. So you know they're going to get a high lottery pick. Right. And try to, they'll get as many ping pong balls as they can. I don't, I don't think they're done either. They have players like Jordan Clarkson that other, yeah. like, teams that are on the fringe of, uh, of, they're already in the playoffs, but they need more veteran players off the bench. Yeah. They're still going to get more picks from those type of players. Yeah, hey, uh, Clarkson, hey, Conley, hey, Bogdanovich, welcome to the Lakers. I was just about to say, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of room next to LeBron. Yep. All right, so we can agree that the Jazz are going to be bad for a while. They, they just, they're punting. They're going to rebuild. 2023. Okay. okay. This is as of now, not after more moves. They got their first-round pick, yep. which is going to be very high. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they got the Sixers pick which is going to be probably medium. Right. They got the Timberwolves pick, which is probably going to be medium. That's three first-round picks. They got picks. three first-round picks in one draft. Next year, they got three first-round picks. Right. Okay. 2024, they got their normal picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they have the pick swaps. Right. Okay, so if their pick is lower than their trade partner, then they switch They pick. switch it. So that's an advantage. 2025, they got their first-round pick. They got the Timberwolves' first-round pick. <coughs> and... Uh, they got um, two second rounders wow. that they've already owned. Okay, keeps Keep going. going. Twenty oh twenty twenty six. They got Jazz. They got Timberwolves first round picks, and they got two second round picks. So twenty twenty seven. They got their first round pick, and they got the Timberwolves first round pick. Twenty twenty nine. They got their first round pick. They got the Timberwolves first round pick. Two second round picks. Twenty twenty three. They got two first round picks. That's three, six, nine, eleven, thirteen first oh round picks. Oh my goodness! Thirteen first round picks. If the GM of the Jazz messes this up, he'll never get a job for the rest of his life. No, this is his wheelhouse. I'm telling you, it's it's Danny Ainge. He did this in Boston. He, everyone thought he was crazy. Yeah, they're like, "Why are you fleecing our team? We could build on these guys." And he was like, "Nope." And if you don't get the big names. We're going to hoard these picks, and we're going to get great picks, and also we could use those picks to get veteran players. I'm happy Donovan Mitchell isn't stuck on an island there in Utah and is on a team that can compete. Maybe the Cavs make some more moves. I think they're going to be fun to watch. I think they'll be in the middle of the playoff pack in the East. But they're very young. Super young. (laughs) They're young, and they're getting better. Hey, maybe in two years, LeBron and Bronny James – Go back to oh, Cleveland. Look that's at the you. La- that's the last two pieces Cleveland needs look in two at you. years. Well, I don't wish Utah on anybody. So <laughs> <laughs> I know I know we said, you know, he could have been disappointed for going to Cleveland, but it's still a step up from Utah. I'm sorry. You're listening to Two Men On, Van Nunley, Robert Buck, D. Gibson. We're having a lot of fun here at Hollow Spirits. Uh, when we get back, David Carl of New Mexico United <clears throat> is going to join us to talk about the match tonight and uh, give away a couple tickets. So the second David Carl hangs up that phone, call 505-246-0610. Get your shot at two tickets for it's going to be a sold-out crowd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the hated El Paso Chihuahuas or Locomotive (laughs) or whatever they are coming up. Just El Paso sucks, whatever. We'll see them on the pitch tonight. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Are you amped? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Jim Show Rome is up next Show. at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports, Sports Animal. Animal. And 
Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are live here at Hollow Spirits. Come have your happy hour here with us. Come have a drink and then uh, go straight to the United match tonight. Going to be rocking oh, yeah. the hated El Paso, whatever their name are. <laughs> Are here in town Losers. up at the lab corner of University and Cesar Chavez. We uh, will have Mexico United David Carls join us. Oh, he seems like he's here now. Oh, my goodness. Lucky me. Look what we have here before we go to, well, one of my favorite GMs in town or, you know, a man who wears a lot of hats, has oh, way yeah. too many titles. But Mexico David Carl, let me let me tell you a little something real quick. Yeah. This partnership that we have with New Mexico Pinion Coffee and Locker 505 is absolutely killing it. And if you haven't heard about it yet, what you do is you get your new or gently used clothing donation. You take it down to any New Mexico Pinion Coffee. You do that. They'll give you 10% off of coffee, beans, merch, whatever you can find in right? the store. If you have a donation and you tag New Mexico Pinion Coffee... And Locker 505 on social media, they will give you 25% off. Hey, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Not at all. Hopefully, New, Mex uh, hopefully New Mexico Pinon can beat that because with those numbers, we're going to run them out of business. <laughs> uh, the response by the community has been amazing. They're getting donation after donation. Uh, and I will remind you one more time, Albuquerque community, if you're going to donate some socks or undies, New and New, still man. in the package. Hey, we don't need no used ones. We don't, don't want, do that. We don't Come want your chones cochinos <laughs> at New Mexico Pinion Coffee. All right. 505-246-0610. You got a hot take. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline or Sports Animal Text Line. But don't do it for the next 10 minutes because it's going to be plugged up with friend in real life, friend of the show, New Mexico United's David Carl. What's happening, my guy? Man, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. How's what's the buzz like? We got El Paso in town. Is everybody just drooling to get on the pitch? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a big one. It's a rivalry match, and one that matters even more than when we typically play El Paso, which is usually a lot. But this one is huge playoff implications. New Mexico United right now uh, fighting for a home playoff match, which we've never had in our short four-year history. Um, and then in addition to that, if we can get three points tonight against El Paso here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Stokes Park, uh, it's going to make it rather difficult for El Paso to make the postseason at all. So I think every warm-blooded New Mexico uh, as they should, probably hates El Paso. And uh, what a great opportunity tonight to come out and, and make sure that we keep them out of the postseason. I love all that. Get us a home match. Get El Paso out of the playoffs. Make sure, really, is it a rivalry when there's only one good team, Robert? Not at all. Not at no, all. No, because when you say rivalry, you're kind of putting the other team on the same plateau, and we know that's not the case. That is not the case. <laughs> Dave, has a starting 11 been announced yet? No, those usually come out about an hour prior to kickoff. So kickoff tonight is at 7 o'clock. That'll come out around 6 o'clock on our social media channels. Uh, looking forward to seeing who's going to be taking the pitch. But, yeah, like I said, a, a big one here tonight. We're expecting a big, big crowd tonight, too. It's going to be a beautiful night. Expecting you know, We've already sold more than 10,000 tickets. I have a feeling we're going to be over 11,000 by the time we're said and done here. David, is there a little extra buzz uh, knowing that you guys are going to kick off this huge sports weekend here in Albuquerque? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it got kicked off kind of last night. The Lobo women's soccer game, I was there last night with a 1-1 draw against Portland State. Uh, they played their hearts out, played really, really well over there at, at the Lobo soccer complex. And, yeah, obviously our match tonight, obviously that's that's something we're really, really excited about. Well, again, want to beat El Paso, want to take those three points. And then Lobo's Lobo football tomorrow against Maine. It's a big, uh, big sports weekend here in town. 505-246-0610. The second... David Carl hangs up. Call in to get your chance at a pair of United tickets for tonight's match at 7 o'clock at the Lab. The Lab is going to be rocking. We're going to get close to a sellout, if not a sellout. Thank you for setting a couple tickets aside, uh, David, for our loyal listeners and friends of the show. Yeah, absolutely. We want to invite as many folks out who want to come on out. There's not a lot of tickets left, so come on out and hang out with us. How's the health of the squad going forward? We got a playoff push going. We're getting closer and closer to having that first home match in United history. Are we healthy enough to make that push? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like any season, you've got your your ins and your outs, right? You've got, you know, seems like one player gets healthy from an injury and another player gets gets injured shortly after that. You know, that that's just pretty standard. So right now we've got four guys who are out, which all things considered, but the 26-man roster is not too bad. Nico Brett, Austin Yearwood, Jerome Kiesewetter, and Christian Nava all missing tonight's match. But beyond that, we're all healthy. Um, and, you know, again, missing four out of 26 ain't too bad. That is not too bad. So what's uh has the tailgate started? Are people already out there excited? Is, is there a rager outside of the lab? <laughs> Every home match it seems like there is. But, yeah, I'm, I'm up in the press box right now looking out across uh, – across the street there and yeah the parking lot's already starting to fill up with folks we're still what what time is it 4 30 so we're still about two and a half hours from kickoff so plenty of time for people to get down there but the parking lots are starting to fill up people starting to grill have a beer hang out and then come on in oh man that sounds like the place to be david but let's let's kick it or focus on those fans who haven't been out to a united game just yet what can you tell them that they're missing out on well, I can tell them right right now if they make their way over to the New Mexico United shop at the corner of Central and Carlisle, a couple of our folks there are doing something that I don't think they've ever done. They're going to give away two tickets to two fans who come on down over there and check out the store. So that's something we've never done before. I want to try and sell this oh, out yeah. tonight. So we got a couple, two freebies over there. So if you want to make your way down and see if you're the lucky fan, uh, head on over there to do it. But as far if you've never been to a match before, Robert, I know you have, but if you've never been to a match before, uh, the atmosphere's electric, man. And, and it dep- you can really get yeah, whatever I, I you can't. want. If you're looking for that crazy, loud, insane, in-your-face, <laughs> inhaling smoke bombs and banging on drums, the supporter section is for you right behind the goal with the with all the different supporters groups. But if you're looking for maybe a family night out, there's plenty of great spots. We have plenty of tickets that are under 20 bucks. You can be in the berm. You can be uh, in the corner near the near the near side corner kick. There's a whole bunch of places. And if you want the bird's eye view, midfield upper. I mean, there's great spots over there. There's also suites. There's the picnic pavilion. There's all kinds of stuff. But no matter where you're sitting, you're going to get swept up in the energy. That's the biggest thing that every fan tells us every single time they come to a match for the first time. They're always, oh, my God, I didn't expect this energy. I didn't expect this level of excitement. And when a goal goes in it's it's a little bit of bedlam it's a lot of fun david i know uh the crew is focused on the playoff push right now but one thing that we love so much about the black and yellow is everything they do in the community how can the friends of the show loyal listeners help the foundation help everything that you guys got going on in new mexico 
Yeah, the Somos Unidos Foundation does a lot of incredible work. Um, a big portion of their focus is on making soccer available to every kid in New Mexico, and they do that through a lot of different ways, through clinics around the state, uh, through their free-to-play academy, a whole bunch of stuff like that. And the way that they fund that is through partnerships and donations. Um, and we have our biggest event of the year for the foundation coming up um, on the 16th, September 16th. It's the ball. It's the Black Tie Gala. Um, and they're hoping to raise enough money uh, to fund the foundation for an entire year. So that includes the Academy, includes our Diversity Fellowship Program, includes a whole bunch of really great stuff. Um, they're going to have some incredible live and silent auctions, uh, items they're going to be giving away. So I, I heard a rumor they're going to be giving away some opening day tickets to the Dodgers and be giving away some uh, Dallas Cowboys tickets uh, all up for auction, a couple really awesome jerseys um, in the soccer realm and other sports realms. Uh, there's going to be a giveaway trip to Las Vegas for the New Mexico United match and a VIP treatment once you get there. A whole bunch of stuff that is going to be up for live and silent auction, and it's going to be a great time. So that would be, uh, if you're interested in that, go to theballnm.com. And you can get signed up right there and attend and have a great time and raise some money for a good cause. New Mexico United supporters, local businesses, people who like good things to happen in New Mexico, make sure you connect with the New Mexico United and get a table at the ball, donate to the ball, do whatever you can. Hey, the boys are going to have a table at the ball. Maybe we do a raffle. Hey, there we go. We do a raffle to see who sits with the boys yeah. that night. Yeah, trust me, you do not want to miss out sitting with us. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe for, or maybe for some people, we have a raffle who doesn't sit. Yeah, yeah, doesn't come within a few hundred feet. We, no, we do, we do a raffle. We do a raffle who sits the furthest <laughs> yeah. away from us. Yeah. David Carl, New Mexico. Hey, the menu is going to be really friend. good. Thanks the bar is going to be really the good. The experience is going to be a lot of fun. So come on and hang out with us. David, anything else before we let you go? Appreciate you guys. As always, come on out to the lab tonight. There's still tickets available. Not a lot, but there's a few left. It's going to be a beautiful night for some soccer. Let's beat El Paso. And there are two tickets left. There are two tickets left. Uh, if you call 505-246-0610, uh, we're not going to do the 11th caller uh, because there's 11 men on the pitch. We're not going to do the 18th caller because uh, New Mexico United started. We're not going to do the 505th caller because we love New Mexico. First one. Very first one. There we go. Second David hangs up. First caller gets those two tickets. So get your speed dial out. I know you got 505-246-0610. And I just got word from super producer Mike Vital that David just hung up. So ready, go. When we get back. Chef at Hollow Spirit, Chef LP, joins us to talk about their specials and their menu going forward. Got a lot of cool stuff going on here at Hollow Spirits. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The Jim Rome Show. I mean, I love the game, but I don't play the game. Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. It's mobile because we are here at Hollow Spirits, First Street downtown, just a shade north of Mountain. Come have your happy hour here. Come have dinner and drinks before you go up to the lab for the New Mexico United match. Speaking of Hollow Spirits, we're joined by the one and only... Chef LP, welcome to the program, welcome, my dude. Welcome, thanks for having me. Yeah. So we got a lot of cool specials. Um, who's, whose idea was it to do specials about the corn meme kid? That was Z. 
That was Z. Yeah. Z, Z and uh, Nat. Yeah? Z. Our manager, Natalie. That's yeah, cool, it was, man. It's amazing, right? If, if you don't know about the corn kid, the corn kid meme, it's taken over the world the past week, and Hollow Spirits has jumped on that vibe. <laughs> Tell me about the, the specials. I mean, this week's specials are only for, what, two more days? Yes, sir. Or while Until supplies Sunday. last? Until Sunday, yes, sir. We talked a little bit about the We Have the Juice cocktail earlier. But yeah, and that We Have the Juice has all the juice. Yeah. Trust me, I've been, I've been checking it out. Hey, you got the juice now, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, kid, you got the juice now. <laughs> Hey, uh, LP, tell us about the beef short rib empanada. Yes, sir. It, it all started off with just a, a, an eight-hour braised short rib that I was trying to make. And then Alex, Ooh. when I taste our uh, photos, was like, you should make it like with a twist with an empanada. Oh. And I was like, you know what? That sounds crazy. Like, you don't really see those much. You yeah. don't see that much. You know what I, mean? yeah. I was like, let me try to throw a little twist through it. So I threw a, a chili tahini lime corn on the side with a little mm. bit of roasted oh, tomatoes. Man. It's pretty good, and the avocado lamb crema on the side. It's so amazing. Yes, and Van, you did take a picture of this. Yes, so I this did. will be on our social media. Yes, right? it will. Yeah. Uh, well, he, I'm glad you did it early because those plates about to be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to they're going to disappear real quick. It's selling yeah. pretty fast yeah. too. Yeah, it's selling faster than all of the other specials we had. So yeah, again, this uh, these specials are up until September 4th, just two yes, short sir. days away, yes, and or. While supplies last because they're really popular. Yes, they are. I got a two-parter for you, LP. Number one, I mean, it's really cool because you got the freedom back in the kitchen to, to do some new things, create sure. your own menu items. It's, it's not just one s stoic menu that doesn't move around. Yeah. Every week you get to change and do a new special. First off, how cool is it to have that freedom? And number two, where does your inspiration come from? It's, it's, it's truly a blessing to be able to come into the kitchen instead of just being like a regular line cook. Right. You know what I mean? To actually come in with the ideas, come in with a notepad that you've been studying all night, like just writing down little recipes, little ingredients. So it's definitely a blessing, you know what I mean? And uh, the, the inspiration is like I watch Food Network all the time. I watch Iron Chef America every single night, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm also an artist, like so I make music. Right. But I try to like combine both of my like my regular life right. with my you know, my music life. So like yeah. when, I'm, when I'm watching some hip-hop battlers or whatever, I right. try to... Watch a little bit of like uh, Iron Chef America and watch people with some <laughs> knife skills and all that. Yeah, so throw those together. You're you know way I mean? better than me. I watch Food Network and still eat bologna sandwiches. So I don't get any <laughs> I wanna, of that. I want to make a bologna sandwich way more fancy. You know I mean? So I try <laughs> yeah. to look up different cheeses. You know what I mean? Different meats. Let's talk about. You know, you you did talk about uh, you being in the in the local hip hop scene. You want to talk about that a little bit more? Because I have witnessed it already. I'm trying to figure out now. I just ate one of those empanadas, trying to see what you're better at, man. Are you I better just, as a like, as an artist or as the as the chef? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm trying to set a message too, because a lot of rappers be saying that they're cooking. You know right. What I, mean? I got you. Yeah. Yep, but really, yep. they're prepping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, house, you know what I mean? Van, shout, out, shout out, man. Down. Van, did you did you understand that I right sure there? Did. Like the wordplay, <laughs> huh? So I, love, hey, I don't. I look stuff. like the opposite, but I am a hip-hop <laughs> But you know what, I man? I just want to at least let everybody know. You know I mean, I've been in the rap game. I would say four years now. I'm just, I'm, I'm pushing. You know what I mean? I just opened up for Afro Man. I'm about to open up for Jay Critch. Yeah. And I, I just feel like consistency is key. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if, if I was an author and I was writing a book, I would just try to push that word. Okay. As the title. You know what I mean? So as a chef, they can come down here to Hollow Spirits and. and find out your work yes, sir. very quickly. Yes, How sir. can they find your work out in the city when it comes to you being a hip-hop artist? Well, you can find me everywhere. You can Google LP Gutter, and I think both of those links will bring you to my Instagram for my chef page and my music page. Ah, okay. I put everything, try to make everything super simple, you know what I mean? That's right. That's right. I want to That's make sure up. you can just look look it up right away and click on it. Oh, what does he do? It's, yeah. all, it's also on my website, too, my chef page, so you can just click on it. 
There we go. One-stop shop. I like yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's uh, Hollow Spirits is going to be really sad when My you blow up and you don't have computer, any time. So I got to at least, you know what I mean, make it one click. <laughs> <laughs> Hollow Spirits is going to be really sad when you blow up on the music scene and you can't come back here and No, I'm still going to be here. <laughs> I'm still going to be here. I know that's right. Never going to stop. I know so you got, right. a, you got a new winter menu coming. Yes, sir. Yeah, what should we expect yes, here sir. at Hollow Spirits from so the I'm winter menu? I'm going to be doing uh, a couple of new things. I'm trying to get a prime rib over here. We just got a smoker, so I'm probably going to bring a prime rib. Some Atlantic sea scallops. Uh, I'm gonna be doing uh, uh, duck egg rolls. Wow. I'm gonna be doing. I'm trying to bring a vegan dish over here, so I'm probably gonna be doing uh, some bio buns with a vegan caramelized kimchi on Ooh, top. Wee. You know what I mean? With some soy corals. Wow. Some pretzel bites. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I, the list goes on. I'm trying to bring back at least like 13, 14 items. So there we go. Chef LP is the absolute truth down here at Hollow Spirits. Come down here and check out his menu. He's got weekly specials every week. He's got a new winter menu coming. Check out Saturday and Sunday brunch with a special brunch menu. Oh, yeah. When we get back, we're talking about Russ Wilson bat bracken up the Briggs truck. You're listening to Two Men On <laughs> on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now, now betting for the, for the Sports, sports animal, animal, your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two, men on. on. Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred, and Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. You ever seen Walk Hard, Dewey Cox story? Yep, I have. That movie's hilarious. Yep. One of the funny ones. That's one of my most quoted movies of all time. It is so underrated, like from <laughs> movies from that era. Yeah. It holds up, too. Yeah. I just watched it a couple months ago. It's 5 o'clock, Albuquerque. Yes. If you're just walking to your car, it's quitting time. Congratulations, you made it through another week. And it's a good one to be in town. If you're, if, you're, if you're going on family vacation for Labor Day, we get it. You got a three-day weekend. Most people got a three-day weekend. We don't because the boys never stop working here for two men on on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You can hit us on Comcast 26. You can see us on Studio519.com, ProView Network's YouTube, ProView Network's Facebook, our social media, which is at TalkABQ. Congratulations to Drew, who won the United tickets at a uh, 5:15. Assistant AD for UNM Dave Williams will join us. He's going to be giving away some tickets as well for Saturday's Lobo game. Really excited about that. A lot of fun here in the Albuquerque area for Labor Day weekend, and we're having a lot of fun right here at Hollow Spirits. Uh, I don't know if you could hear me chewing right when we came back from commercial, but I still I got this empanada special. Yes. In my mouth, I still got a little bit in my teeth. I go, get it out. So good. Everything they do here at Hollow Spirits is amazing. The cocktails, the food, we love it here. And thanks for shout out to Hollow Spirits for being a partner and a sponsor. I'm gonna tell you, of Van, two men on. I'm gonna tell you, Van. They never miss. No, never. Not once. I don't care if it's something new or it's it's a, a returning favorite. Whatever they've served or will be serving, it's great. We're kind of up against the break. We had Chef LP sit down with us 
uh, last segment. And uh, parting words were, don't forget about the sea scallop special next week. Yeah. So if you're a sea scallop guy, get down here to Hollow Spirits and check out their special next week on sea scallops. I guarantee you it's going to be delicious. We've been, we've been coming here for the weekly specials a couple months now, and every single one of them is absolutely amazing. Russell Wilson got P-A-I-D paid. Man. The dude deserves it, though, right? Yeah, he deserves it. He's a top five guy. He deserves every it. Every year. He almost two-time Super Bowl <laughs> champion MVP. <laughs> but he's been an amazing quarterback his whole career. He deserves the accolades. He deserves the money. And congratulations to Denver for getting that guy in. FLP walking out right now. Give us a little wave and a hello. Hollow Spirit starting to fill up. Uh, I wonder how many Russell Wilson fans are in here right now. I'm not. <laughs> I was just about to tell you, man, how many times do I have to come on the show? How many times do I have to sit here and rave over all of these divisional rivals of my team, how great they're doing? But I'll tell you what, if any team deserves a quarterback long-term, it's Denver because they've had the running game. Yep. They've always had the running game. They've always had great defense. Now they have their quarterback for the future. He got signed to a five-year, $245 million extension. That includes, gets how much up front, $165 million. <laughs> well, not up front, <laughs> yeah. but it's guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. $160 million guaranteed. Also, he goes home to Sierra, man. <laughs> that's, that's I don't like it, this guy, that's dude. That's worth more like, than my yeah. He's got all that and still goes home to Sierra. Well, sleep sleep tight, Buck, because uh, I picked your Chargers to win the West. We did our NFL preview okay. special. I picked your yep. Chargers to win the West. I picked your Chargers to lose to the Bills in the championship. See, I did. And so I, you I got them you. going all the way. I never have said this ever. These words have never came out of my mouth. Yeah. I got my team going to the Super Bowl. So congratulations, Denver fans. You got a stud quarterback for seven years. Takes him up to 39. 39, 40? Yeah. 39. That's, that's awesome, man, because he's a, he's, a, he's a leader that became a leader. Because I don't think Russell Wilson was what we see. Well, no quarterback is what we see now if they've been in the league as long as he has. Right. But it's been leaps and bounds. Like, for him to be vocal and say what he wanted, for him to take that leap of, hey, I know I have Coach Carroll. I know I had a great thing up here in Seattle, but I need to move around and see if I can continue my legacy. I like that, though. Yeah, it seems Seahawks are going to be bad for a long time. He was disgruntled about the future of the organization and the offense they were running around him and his, yeah. his input. Like He wants to have input on where the team's going, and he wasn't getting that. And uh, Denver's going to support him. Oh, yeah. Denver, Denver's all in. Denver know what they had these last few years. Yeah. They are going to support him. And then um, Wilson doesn't have to carry a team on his back like he said he did up in Seattle. Oh, that was so much shade. <laughs> so much shade. Uh, Russell Wilson uh, yesterday tells Mike Florio, you hear this a lot. Okay. It's not about money. It's about Super Bowls. Okay. All right, Russell. All right, Russell Wilson. We know this is what you're supposed to say. Yeah. But it's about the money, man. Because if they didn't give you that money, you're going to complain about it. Of course. So I don't want to hear this. It's not about the money. If they would have gave you the tier below money and then tried to assign you to that, you definitely would have said, I'm worth more. Yeah. I'm, if, if it's me, I'm going to say, it's about the money and the Super Bowls. 
Sure. Get mad at me if you, if you want, but football is a, is a thinking man sport. It's a physical sport, and that is the most important position on the field. If it's not about money, play for the league minimum. Hey, there you go. Put all that money to help get a better supporting cast mm. if it's not about money, Russ. Mm. Come on. O- there's only one quarterback that says it's not about the money, and I believe. Tom Brady, because he's got other money yeah. coming in other places. And, Tom, and he's done it. He's done it. He's done it. He's done right. it his whole career. Yeah. He's done his whole career. Take pay cuts, take creative contracts to make sure money goes to having a better supporting cast around him. But look, of course the guy who just gets handed a bag of $200 million, of course he says it's not about money. That's like the Brad Pitt saying, you know, it's not all about good looks. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So says a guy no one ever said no to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not not about the looks, you know, says the best-looking dude on the planet. (laughs) I can't handle it sometimes. Okay, that's the right thing to say. Well, Of course it's right. That's one of the reasons why I I don't like Russell Wilson. He's just too clean. He's too squeaky. I need to see. Where's the dirt? I need some shade on him, man. I need, the, where, <laughs> come on, man. I need to find something, and that will make me look at him like, all right, now I can understand. I get it now. Well, he's gone his whole life so far without any big scandal, without well, any, like, well, crazy stuff. Well, I don't he's want getting the, weird. I don't want the big scandal. I don't want nothing to make me look at him like, oh, man, lock him up. I just want him to where he's not perfect. Uh, See what I mean? Well, okay. That's why I like the last Super Bowl he was in because he threw the interception. <laughs> okay. And I was like, look, he's See? not perfect. See what happens? Yeah. I mean, dude, wearing your own jersey in yeah. public. You can't do that's, that. That's not perfect. You can't do If you're not on the field playing, you can't be out as a civilian wearing your own jersey. And that truck he pulled up to jumping training of, camp in. Jumping out of the Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. He had, <laughs> he had to have his offensive line get him down from his own truck. <laughs> no, we remember when we were at Super Bowl uh, Media Week, uh, we saw the guy. He he is a thick guy. Yes. Man. He, man, you can tell he does he does phenomenal work in the offseason. But um, it all paid off for him, man. It all paid off. And, and he's got he's got a great story, and I know you hate hearing this this positive glowing reviews yeah, for a guy man, give me, give me who's going to be a, a pain in your ass in the AFC West <laughs> for seven more years, yeah. at least seven more years. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't get big offers from colleges. Right, he was a quarterback at a run first school. Yes, he wasn't even the starter. Yeah, he came in for injury, had to prove himself. Wasn't a big draft commodity because there's not a lot of film of him in college throwing the ball a lot because right. it's a run for a school he was going to be the backup yes. to uh matt flynn who just got paid in seattle yeah proved himself you know it's it's a really crazy story it's a really crazy career arc for russell wilson but i know you hate it as a chargers fan <sighs> but it's hard not to root for such a nice guy yeah and that's he's the the the, the athlete that we say he got it out of the mud nothing was given to him he had to prove himself he did now he's at the top of the mountain and you can't you know you can't hate on that you can't get mad at that but i just like you know what i mean i like these athletes who look that way i want them to get nicked up a little bit sure. i want them to, i want them to see sure. when the when the pressure's on when the, when the media don't like them as much i'm not saying go full on antonio brown or nothing like that please no <laughs> we don't want that but i just want to see him where you like okay all right he's not perfect yeah cuz cuz when russell wilson goes 
to South America to do ayahuasca. He keeps his mouth shut. He don't tell you he nothing. He doesn't tell the world about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he says nothing. Yeah, when he gets immunized, he keeps it to him and Ciara's business. Well, what it's it is personal business. What it is for him, it's some type of mission that they're going to do and help kids or yes, something. Yes, for like, sure. Get out of here, man. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> He's too nice. He's yeah. perfect. Where's the, where's the chink in the armor? Where's the skeleton in the closet? Yeah, Where's man. the breaking news? Like, his his book, when he retires, is going to be horrible. Yeah. I don't want to read that. Yeah. It's all just making me look at my life and see all the things I've never done. Right. <laughs> like, for yeah. real. He's too perfect. He's too squeaky clean. But gosh darn it, do you want to root for the guy? Congratulations, Broncos fan. And I know there's a ton of them oh, it's a lot. here in Albuquerque. So y'all are going to be making a lot of noise for years and years to come. I got your Broncos uh, getting second place in the division going into the playoffs. If you missed our NFL preview yesterday, you can go to Spotify. You can go to Stitcher. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go anywhere you get your podcasts. And check out the social media. Follow us yeah. on at TalkABQ. We got some hidden giveaways uh, on the internet, and then uh, you know, just follow the boys, see what we're up to, get yeah. some more information that you're not getting here. When we get back, we're talking a little bit of Lobo football with assistant AD Dave Williams, and we're giving away some more tickets. So get them thumbs ready. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Once we get Dave off the phone, phone calls are going to pour in for those hot Lobo tickets. Get out and support your Lobo football team. They need you, Albuquerque. Let's have some fun with it. When we get back, talking Lobo football, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. New New Mexico Mexico Sports Sports Authority, Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports Sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. What a weekend to be a sports fan. Corner of Avenida Cesar Chavez and University is going to be hopping all week. You got your New Mexico United tonight up at the lab playing their air quotes rival. Does El Paso, can El Paso really be a rival to Albuquerque? I don't think so, but whatever. And then tomorrow, the big game with season opener your New Mexico Lobo football team, led by your favorite coach, G, taking on Maine, I guess it is. Maine? Do they have a yeah. fo- they really have a football team there? Yeah, they do. That's They're cool. That's nice. The Black Bears. Throwing them a bone, I guess. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. As you know, the boys start their days at the YMCA and we're so honored to be linked up with the YMCA and everything they do in the community. Big shout-out to YMCA. Also, big shout-out to Deputy AD for External Affairs, Mr. Dave Williams. What's happening, my dude? Hey, man. How's it going? Doing well, doing well. Having a lot of fun here at Hollow Spirits. Good food, good drink, good times. A lot of smiling faces out here in the restaurant. Speaking of smiling faces... What is it like on campus? What's the buzz for tomorrow's opener? It's been great. It's been fun. Um, you know, our, our students are excited. Um, they have uh, already picked up nearly a thousand tickets uh, to to come to the football game tomorrow. Um, and I got to give it to our staff here in the athletic department. They have been working their tails off trying to get that stadium ready. Um, and uh, looking forward to put on a great show tomorrow against the main Black Bears. 
So uh, we got 10 tickets, 505-246-0610. When uh, Dave gets off the phone, call Mike Vital. We got 10 tickets. Hey, I'll tell you what. We're not giving them in groups of two or four or six. You call Mikey, 505-246-0610. You give him a number, and then he'll give me a number back next segment. I'll tell you what's left. You're the first. Ah, I like the, that. I like the, that. You're the first caller. You want to get all your friends together and get all ten tickets? They're yours. You're a family of four. You get in there first. You want four tickets? They're yours. You know two sets of two people? Cool. Right. 505-246-0610 gets you some Lobo tickets when we're off the phone with Deputy AD David Williams. Uh, David, so how excited were you to to get the community involved and get them just as excited as the campus is for this first game for the Lobos? As Danny Gonzalez said, it's going to take all of us if we want Lobo football to to be what we want it to be. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a situation where we um, we understand that we support it, and and we will do everything we can for this community. You know, we talk a lot about what this community should do for us and how they should come support us. That's not our attitude. Our attitude is what can we do for this community and and how can we, you know, be positive um, change or and positive entertainment value and just, just a fun atmosphere for Albuquerque and for New Mexico and for this region. And that's the way we look at it. It's not about what, we, what they can do for us. It's about what we can do for them. And we hope to tomorrow night to put on a great show. David, that's the attitude right there. I love that so much. Speaking of Coach G, this is year three. Coach G said, you know, give me five years. I will turn this program around. We will be a perennial contender in Mountain West. You know, COVID notwithstanding, do you feel like we're climbing up the ladder for and seeing Coach G realize his promises to Lobo alums and students in the Albuquerque community? Danny is just one of those coaches and people it just does everything right. Um, sure. You know, the right result may not happen every single time, but the processes and the decision-making and, and what he stands for is exactly what Albuquerque and New Mexico, New Mexicans want. And, and what that's going to turn into is when we have the success that, that everyone is looking for and, and is hoping for, I think people will come out and just be so proud of Danny, uh, a native and so proud of what he's built and so proud of the way he's building it that they'll just be they'll just be thrilled for Lobo football and Lobo athletics and the University of New Mexico, just in general. Uh, it, it seems like a, a couple past coaching staffs, there's some problems losing the locker room. You know, we had off-the-field incidents, and, you know, we, we barely heard peep out of the football program since Coach G came here can you talk a little bit about character building on that program yeah look we have 115 football student athletes and over 400 student athletes student athletes across the sports these are these are kids they're going to make mistakes um all we can do is is recruit the best players we can that have great character make sure that they um, are held to a standard of excellence, 
hold them accountable when they make mistakes and help them learn. And, and things are going to happen. Knock on wood, you're right, Coach Gonzalez has had less things happen than, than maybe some things in the past. But it, it's, you know, they, they're going to happen at some point, and they're, and they're going to, um, and things may happen. But all we can do is make sure that we are here uh, as role models and, and recruit the best people we can to represent this university and this athletic department. That's what we're trying to do. As for the, the Lobo fan, come tomorrow, what should they expect, not only just from the team, but just the entire atmosphere there at the stadium? Yeah, you know, what we are trying to do is, is aside from football, because that's not anything that the administration at this moment can, can have an effect on, but what can we do to provide a great atmosphere and have people want to come back a second time if they come to the game? Um, and so, you know, we will, we look at things at, at the, at, such as the, um, the excitement of the game and the, just the general atmosphere. One thing this town loves is fireworks. So we are yeah, going yes. to have fireworks at every single local football game, uh, this, this fall. So fireworks will occur when the team runs out. Fireworks will team will occur every single time we score. Also, when we play UTEP uh, on September, what is that, 3, 10, 17, we're going to have a fireworks show after the game is over. And we know how this town loves fireworks, so we're going to provide yep. fireworks. Um, the yeah, other thing that, that, oh, that people love is, is concessions. They, they want to have a, a great experience and, um, and quick food that's, that's tasty and, and with New Mexican uh, themes. And so our Levy concessionaire is going to try to do a great job providing those this year. And so we're excited for it, and uh, we, want, we, want, we want people to come once and then really want to come back. Okay, here's the big question. How much do you miss the tree? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that tree was a historic part of Lobo football. And, and we get it. Um, we sometimes didn't like the fact that the students loved to hang out under there because of what it did is it separated the students and it kind of got them out of their, right. their seating space and became too comfortable. And that's fine. Um, so the tree is, is you know, everyone say a quick prayer for the tree and, and hope that it uh, has a, a great afterlife. Um, <laughs> and, and, but we, uh, we're okay with where we're going next. Uh, I got a really good idea for all the students out there. You don't need a giant 50-year-old cottonwood tree to provide shade. I know you're young in your education. Listen to an old man here. <laughs> Wear a hat. That's Bring it. a hat. That's well, it. You can provide well, your own I, shade. It is so easy. <laughs> what's ironic about the situation, Van, is about three weeks ago, we met with, before the tree incident ever happened, we met with the students and asked them whether they would want to move to the north end zone to get out of the sun and be closer to the amenities like concessions and bathrooms and all those types of things. And they adamantly said yes. So the students were moving to the north end zone anyway. They were going to be separated from the tree um, before this ever happened. And so the students are, are all 1,000 plus of them tomorrow will hopefully create a great environment as they're up in that north end zone 
um, along with the, the rest of the folks that are in that end zone, too. So it should be a fun environment for everybody. Tomorrow evening, 6 o'clock, it's going down at University Stadium. Get out there. Go to the tailgate. Wear your cherry and silver. Have a lot of fun. Be loud. Support your Lobos. Anything else to give us before we let you go, Dave? No, we just appreciate this community. We're doing everything we can to represent represent you. Um, and, you know, it's, not, it's never going to be perfect. Uh, you know, progress is never a straight line. But one thing we one thing we uh, hope everyone understands is that we un, we get the gravity of the situation and we understand what we're trying to do um, and trying to represent this community in a first class manner all the time. So thank you for for everybody who who does uh, show up tomorrow and and hope we show you a great time. David Williams, deputy AD for your Lobos. Thank you so much. No problem, guys. Take care. See you tomorrow. All right, Albuquerque. Dave's about to hang up right now, 505-246-0610. We got up to 10 tickets to give away. Get your phones out and call Mike Vital back at the station for your shot at the ticks. When we get back, we're talking more football, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. You're listening to Two Men On, live on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Take us with you Anywhere. anywhere. Anywhere with cell service. Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes App Store. Just search KNML. Hey, welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610 Esports Animal. The program in question, of course, is Two Men On, and Two Men On is... Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA and we end our days right here at Hollow Spirits. Mondays, that's for the boys. And the boys will be at Howie's Sports Page doing the show from there and watching some Monday Night Football. And every weekend, and especially when we're at the lab, we're sipping on Watermelon Walk-Off by Teller Vodka. New Mexico's vodka. Robert, when you were young, did you have dreams or aspirations of being a professional athlete? Oh, every time I was outside. Yeah? Every time I was outside. I could name you the baseball players, the football players, the basketball players. The same guys, I always emulated them. Yep. Who, uh... What sport did you want to play when you were little? Like Actually, all of them or just all did of you them. have one? Uh, no, I had all of them. Like, little Bo Jackson, Dion action? Yeah, I yeah. wanted to play them all, and I thought I was going to be at that high level as they, <laughs> as they were. Um, what's so crazy, I think I'm the only kid that loves Cecil Fielder. How, I wanted, how I, dare you? I wanted I to be Cecil Fielder because I was like, I don't have to work out. <laughs> I can just eat and hit home runs. Oh, that's a sweet, that's a sweet <laughs> gig right there. Another kid who had dreams of playing in the NFL was number two wide receiver on my Super Bowl prediction losing Bills, Gabriel Davis. Yes. Okay. Gabriel Davis did an interview yesterday, and he said uh, where his passion for the sport and his original NFL dreams came from. All right. To uh, my surprise... He said he was. He remembers watching Larry Fitzgerald score touchdowns against the Steelers in the Super Bowl 
and it made me want to play the game. You know how many kids Larry Fitzgerald inspired throughout the years? A whole lot, because he played a long time. A whole lot. Yeah. A whole lot. I bet there's a lot of players in the NFL who say, like, they saw Larry Fitzgerald play, and they had to play just like him and emulate his game. Right. So, a part I may have skipped over is when he had this realization he was nine years old. Wait, what? Oh, my God. And you might have glossed over the part where I said he was watching Larry Fitzgerald in the Super Bowl at Hooters at nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, so. What are you doing with a nine-year-old at Hooters? And the crazy part is I've seen it a lot. Yes. I've seen it a lot. Well, when you first said his age, I was like, I'm old. (laughs) I was not nine years old. Then I was a grown man. Yeah, grown man. <laughs> Super grown. He was nine. I'm looking at him. He has a, look, man, I'm a grown. I'll be 44 Monday, and he's, he has more facial hair than I've ever shaved off my head, man. <laughs> and he was at Hooters at that. Like, okay, I understand now. I can see it. That's how he grew up a little faster. 505-246-0610. What is the youngest you went to Hooters? I can't, I'm excited for the answers to pour in. <laughs> Nine-year-old Gabriel Davis recalls falling in love with football at Hooters on the Super Bowl. He fell in love with some other things at Hooters as well. Uh, uh, yeah. I remember I first got my dream to own a strip club when I was nine years old at Hooters. The normal children's story. You know how that goes. I'm willing to bet he has a picture when he was nine years old. And he was at Hooters with all the little, with all the ladies. You know, I've seen pictures of kids at Hooters like that, and I've thought the same thing. I'm like, first of all, why didn't your parents adopt me? <laughs> Second of all, yeah, where'd you get those fun parents? Okay, did you have the type of parents that would take you to Hooters at that age? Uh, I'm gonna say probably. Oh, I'm so. Uh, I've had some pretty wild times from my childhood, but not Hooters specifically. Man, you know Hooters. It's a wing restaurant. I get that, but it's also like a diet strip club. It's like yeah, it's a it's a training ground a, yeah, for, for it's, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, hey, only, the, old, the old ball and chain Nancy won't let me go to the strip <laughs> yeah, club. Yeah, but guess what? We're going today, boys. We're going to Hooters. <laughs> the only place I was going at nine years old that my parents were taking me was the church. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, it. The park and church. That's it. That's it. There was no other little, extra places Little like league that. practice. That's it. That's all you get. That's it. That's all you get. I mean, what's... I could understand. Okay, hear me out here. Okay. If you got, like, a zero to two-year-old. Yes. They don't know any different. They don't know nothing they, at all. Their little tiny brain is soft. Right. I'm not going to formulate memories. But you bring, like, an eight-, nine-year-old kid to Hooters. Guess what? Easily impressionable. He's, I mean, that probably kick-started his puberty by, like, two years early, right? Well, I'm not going to look at it that way, Van. I'm going to look at it. He's a wide receiver. He has to have his neck on a swivel, and that's the first place his neck was on a swivel. That's was at Hooters, man. That's he was just looking, you know, making sure everything is in his peripheral. <laughs> that's joke, <laughs> joke of the day. Surprise, surprise goes to Robert <laughs> Buck D. Gibson. Sorry, Jeff, I'm not going to send you those tickets now. Buck gets all of them. <laughs> Just kidding. 
Jeff, congratulations on winning that family 10-pack. Hey. That's well, exciting. When you put that out there, I was like, who is going to say, hey, I can win 10, but I only want two? Apparently, no. Um, his family lives in a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a giant family. So have a lot of fun at the Lobos, Jeff. Congratulations. Glad we were able to hook you up, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Brett Favre is being investigated by the FBI. Is surprise, a, surprise. Is this the same one or a different this one? This is the same Mississippi government uh, social security oh, money laundering. Man. The same money laundering where he gets millions of dollars to speak at public events on behalf of social security, which he did not attend and pocketed yeah, the money anyway. And his friendship with the upper echelon of Mississippi government didn't go after him either. No. Guess who is now? The, Fur- the Bureau of Federal Investigation. Oh, the feds, they want yes. a piece of them. Yes. You, okay, you may have gotten away with it down there in your home yes. state. Uh-huh. They're going to be a sweetie pie to you, but now nah, you got to answer to the big boys now. This is a developing story that I'm so excited to see what happens. Uh, so, friend of the show, Chad, on the text line says, six years old, he went to Hooters. Six, oh my And I'm not... <laughs> And I'm not sure if the way he phrased it, I'm not sure if he's talking about he got to go to Hooters at six years old or he took his kids when they're they're six years old. Not sure either way. He kind of solidified six is a good age. But, hey, it's it's a little too young for me. It's a little too young for my taste. Uh, I think you need to, you know, at least have a little more sprinkle of testosterone rolling through your system before you expose an impressionable young mind on that environment. But, hey, I'm not everybody's dad. You do you, you Albuquerque. I see it a lot. I just really like breaded wings, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about the waitresses. I just like breaded wings a lot. I'm a Bronco I mean, fan, and I, mean, I like orange. Have you, <laughs> I mean, have you had their curly fries? Oh my Get out goodness. of here. It's so good. You got the nacho cheese sauce? Hey, Nobody does it better. It, will you feel bad? Get out of here. You know why you're there. The, you know, I'm not a Hooters guy at all. Huh? I am not a Hooters guy. Me either. Never have been. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather go to Wingstop, save the money, and then go to the strip club. No, you, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say get Wingstop and look at everything else on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this one's about to turn a corner. We better go to commercial before this gets too spicy. When we get back, voice the isotopes, Josh Sushan. I got some questions for him. When's the first time he went to Hooters? You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Hell of a day here at Hollow Spirits, First Street, just a shade north of Mountain downtown. Great food, great cocktails, great service, great people. It's a blast every time we're here. Yeah, man. And, you know, every time I look down at my watch, I'm like, ah, oh, we're getting closer to the end. I don't like that. <laughs> they, they, they really take care of us when we're here. And it's not just us. It's everyone who walks through that door. Yeah, you're very right. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker mobile studio today is as i just mentioned we are at hollow spirits we are of course powered by mexico pinon coffee we play on team i9 you know we start our days at the ymca we end them right here at hollow spirits 
Mondays are for the boys at Howie Sports Page watching some Monday night football. And the weekends are for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan joins us. Josh, we're going to put baseball aside for just a second. And I need to ask you a very important question. All right, what do you got? He's nine years old, too young to go to Hooters. <laughs> Is nine years old too young to go to Hooters? Oh, geez. I'm glad I'm not a parent. I put it this way. <laughs> I'm not taking my nine-year-old to Hooters. Now, okay. if others well, want to do that, I'm not going to get on the soapbox about what age right. to take youngsters to certain restaurants. I'm not taking my kid to Hooters at age nine. <laughs> If you missed last segment, Josh, we were talking about Bill's wide receiver, Gabriel Davis, who said his love of football came during the Cardinals-Steelers Super Bowl where Larry Fitzgerald put on a show. He fell in love with Larry Fitzgerald in the wide receiver position. He just happened to be nine years old at a Hooters. (laughs) So that's where that comes from. Yeah, Look, you know, good for him. You know, it's worked out for him just fine. I'm again. I'm. There's nothing wrong with Hooters, um, other than the food's not very good. But story. <laughs> Look, we're on the same page, Josh. That's the same thing I just said. That's literally what Robert just said. <laughs> also, if the lovely people of Hooters are listening, five zero five two four six zero six ten. We would love a new partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what's going on in H-Town? Well, it's it's not raining right now, so that's a good thing. It feels like it's about to rain 24 hours a day here, and the forecast does not look good at all for uh, tomorrow and Sunday. But last night, the boys give up a seven spot in the first inning and still rally for a 9-7 victory. I thought it showed a lot of heart, you know, for a team that's obviously not going to the playoffs and has not been playing well, and you're in a a pretty dreary environment, to be honest, where there's hardly anybody at the ballpark. It's really easy to kind of mail it in, and this is a tough ballpark to score runs in. So for the boys to rally last night after giving up seven in the first and win it was really impressive. Josh, the the subject of the whole season for the isotopes has been power and home runs. Can you give us a rundown of where they are when it comes to historic numbers as far as home runs. I know we were pretty close. Um, what was that, last Friday? Have, has the isotopes gotten to the historic level of the home runs hitting this season? No, not just yet. So the team record is 212 home runs. They're at 203 right now. So they're nine away, and there's 25 games left in the season. So that record is going to fall. They have the most home runs in all of minor league baseball right now. The next closest is pretty far away. That's an interesting run on whether or not they're going to finish with more than the Yankees do. The Yankees have two more than they do. That's an apples to oranges comparison, you know. Um, But, yeah, there's been a lot of home runs. (laughs) And uh, I thought 2019 was ridiculous with the number of home runs that we hit. And this year has been even more. Josh, what was the key to the comeback last night? Who was the catalyst? 
Well, I mean, really, it was just that there was a lot of balance to it, you know. Um, Sam Hilliard, I thought, had a really big two-run triple in the second inning, you know, as they were just chipping away. And then Tim Lopes and Brett Boswell hit back-to-back home runs in the eighth. And then, you know, again, speaking of home runs, Coco Montes hits one in the ninth inning to give a little bit of insurance. So they actually scored six runs without a home run. And then three solo home runs to take it across the finish line there toward the end. And, you know, it, it was it was a night, guys, where, I mean, so the other big storyline for this series so far has been the challenge system for balls and strikes. So let me, if you guys don't mind, let me, like, kind of go back here and kind of remind people that sure, sure, sure. Yeah. on May 17th was the start of the so-called robo-ups, right? It's not really a robo. It's a computer that's telling the home plate umpire whether it's a ball or a strike, and it's completely automated. So since May 17th, we've been using this system. But now for the last two days, the home plate umpire, the human being, is once again calling balls and strikes. But you can now challenge whether you agree with the human being's decision. The people who can challenge are the pitcher, the catcher, and the batter. That's it. And they must do so immediately. They can't look in the dugout for like advice. They have to make the decision immediately. And you're allowed three challenges. If you are correct in your challenge, meaning the call gets reversed by the computer, then you keep that challenge and you can keep using as many. Now, I thought that since you only get three, I thought there might be a little bit of strategy. You might be looking for like a really key moment late in the game. You might be saving them. That has not been the case, gentlemen. There was 13 challenges on Wednesday. There was 17 challenges in yesterday's game. 13 of the 17 challenges went successful for either, again, the, the pitcher, the catcher, um, the batter. They were, this whole process takes about five to 10 seconds. It's really, really quick. So put it this way the home plate umpires have not looked very good just with the quantity of calls <laughs> that have been challenged and the quantity that have been reversed. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was going to ask you, you know, does this like make the game a little longer but you said it only takes what you like five to ten seconds so it's not like we're we're sitting and we're having to wait and this is like other sports like football where you're like hurry up we see what happened here this happens boom boom in the moment right yeah absolutely it's very similar to tennis in that you know the home plate umpire just kind of taps his head he turns around points to the press box they have a big, huge video board here at Constellation Field on straightaway center. And then you see the trajectory of the pitch. You see it come in. You see it from 3D at three, three different angles. And the scoreboard says ball or strike. So it happens really, really fast. I would say on average it's about five seconds, maybe seven seconds or so. So it's really not slowing the game down any. Um, if anything, just the idea that if you're upset with the umpire – Rather than kicking and, and being mad and yelling something and doing all these theatrics, you just say challenge, and then we just find out right away. Um, so I, I, again, I was not expecting thirty challenges in two nights. It has been it has been something, and it has had a profound impact on the game. There was two different points in the first inning yesterday where the home plate umpire calls. Called third strike, batter is out, inning is over, isotopes are starting to walk off the field. The batter says, no, challenge. The challenge occurs. You look up on the video board, it gets reversed. The at-bat continues. The inning continues. On the next pitch, Pedro Leon hit a three-run homer. So you're talking about a huge difference in a game. Instead of the inning being over on a bad call by the umpire, the inning continues. 
He hits a three-run homer, and then later in the inning, the exact same thing happened with this guy named Alex Tagodi. He took a called third strike to end the inning. He says challenge. It gets reversed. The at-bat continues. He delivers an RBI single. If it wasn't for this challenge system, there would have only been one run scored by Sugar Land in the first inning yesterday. But because of the challenge system, they scored seven. Wow. What's the, what's the reception in the crowd? Because, you know, there's always hecklers wrapped right around home plate. <laughs> Boo! You suck! You're an idiot! Now, instead of just being some jerk in the crowd, now you got receipts. Yeah. Now you can say, you suck! I have data. <laughs> Look at the board. <laughs> well, especially the fans who are closest to me, anytime there's a borderline call, they just start yelling, challenge! Challenge that! You know? <laughs> which, I think is, which I think is really funny, guys, because for the last four months, mo- you know, I would say the overwhelming majority of fans in the ballpark don't realize that a computer is calling balls and strikes. They just assume that the umpire is calling balls and strikes. But now that there is this, you can't miss it now, it's up on the video board, there's a full-on, that pitch is being challenged, and you see it come in and all that. So now everybody at the ballpark knows what's happening. And seriously, the number of people who are yelling, challenge, all the time, is actually quite hysterical. It's like having the principal in your classroom every day. Uh, <laughs> it's like you can't get away with anything. Oh, that's so uh, good. Is there any type of system where, you, where they grade the umps or anything like that? Or is it just, hey, you got egg on your face for this play? Yeah, no, you just got egg on your face. It's just, you know, you just move on, right? Uh, you know? And I, wow. I, I've been trying to, like, analyze, too, like, what calls are the umpires missing, right? And in last night's game, I would say... The, the call that most often got challenged and got reversed was a, was a pitch up in the strike zone. And I want to say that there was probably five mm. of the, of the uh, 17 that we had last night. The, call, the pitch was up. The umpire called it strike three. The batter said, oh, no, 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 let's review that. And, indeed, it turned out that it was not just a little bit high, but that it was drastically high. And I think this is going to be really interesting when when we kind of look ahead about the direction that baseball is going because I know that one of the things that the New York Office of Major League Baseball is trying to avoid is basically get the high fastball out of out of baseball because it's really hard to hit it. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're trying to get away from having so many strikeouts and having so many walks. It's a hard pitch for batters to lay off because you see a fastball up and you think, ooh, all right, I'm going to swing at this. Um, And I did think that as yesterday's game went along, there were some pitches that were up in the zone and I felt like the umpire earlier in the game was calling them strikes. And then by the end of the game, after the number of challenges proved that his strike zone was wrong, he was no longer calling that pitch as high. So I felt like there was an immediate adjustment for the home plate umpire just as the game went along. So uh, are the umpires called third strikes less passionate now? Because they know that there's no more. There's no more of that because if they're wrong, they got to do it twice and look like a fool. Well, if anything, I think it becomes more important for the umpire to really sell his call, right? In order to because if you're if you're kind of doubting yourself, well, that, that's not a good sign because that's going to give the batter even more incentive to want to challenge that call, you know. Um, I, you know, again, I go back to, like, I thought that there would be a lot more just restraint 
you know, like maybe thinking, hey, I don't want to be a bad teammate here and I don't want to blow all of our challenges early in a game, especially if it's just the first pitch of an at-bat or the second pitch of an at-bat. You know, there's still a lot to go to happen in this at-bat, a lot to happen in the game. But that has not been the case. Players have been very aggressive using it. Josh, before we kick it over to you for the call of the Topes game, I want to just uh, say a shout-out to our guest today, David Carl, New Mexico United, Chef LP, right here at Hollow Spirits, and uh, Deputy AD Dave Williams. You know, thanks to all our partners and sponsors, John Lopez, New Mexico Pinon, I-9 Sports, YMCA, Hollow Spirits, Howie's, and, of course, Teller Vodka. Uh, make sure you check out the Locker 505 quiz. We'll give you some more information on that next week. The last one was an absolute success, and we're going to make this next one even bigger and better for a great cause. Support your local Albuquerque helpers. So, Josh, who so far is using it the most? I'm assuming the batters, but is it closer to 50-50 in between batters and catchers, or is it overwhelmingly the batters? Yeah, it's been about 50-50 between the batter and the catcher. For the isotope side, I would say that Don Nunez has been the most aggressive because the combination of him being the catcher, challenging calls, and then also when he's at the plate, I mean, shoot, he had had two calls himself that he challenged that were wrong when he was at the plate. And then when he was at the plate in game one, okay, he did not challenge any. But as the catcher, he was challenging a whole bunch. And... um, and, you know, so it's been really interesting, and we'll see if that, you know, continues tonight. And, you know, that's going to be the case for the next three games here, but it will not be the case in Albuquerque. Guys, uh, thanks for letting me crash the end of your program. That's going to wrap things up here. You guys enjoy the weekend. We'll come back, and we'll start some Albuquerque Isotopes baseball. It's Albuquerque at Sugarland. It's the Rockies affiliate at the Astros affiliate. And the pitching matchup tonight is Carl Coffin versus Jimmy Anderson. When we come back, we'll have all the description, all the details here from Constellation Field. This is the Albuquerque Isotopes Multimedia Network.